not be alarmed at the different music. This is still the Time Shores podcast. Coming to you on location from a studio 20 feet away from the normal studio that we record. I'm Spike Eskin. I'm Lee Russell. That's the Eagles uh, winning record music. Is it? Yeah. Well, then we get to hold on to this music for at least two weeks. That's right. So that means just today, I guess, because there's no game <laughs> next week. Okay, Lee, before we get to anything else, here's my biggest question for you. Okay. Are the Eagles good? No. But no, but but nobody in the NFL. So there, there are, I think we talked about this, right? So there are a few good teams, and there are like 15 real not I guess I would say bad but bad in the NFL is mediocre that's what what's average is and I think the Eagles are one of those teams well it, okay so this is the way I was breaking it down maybe maybe you'll reconsider if I okay. present this to you so I I have added an extra category to the good bad mediocre and terrible okay. I think there are elite teams Maybe three of them, maybe two or three of them, maybe Seattle, maybe Denver, maybe another team. There are good teams like New Orleans, Carolina, et cetera, et cetera. There's that glut you speak of with yep. the Bears, the Lions, et, the, et cetera, et cetera. And then there are the bad teams like Atlanta and what's the other team I'm thinking of? Jacksonville, et cetera, et cetera. I move that the Eagles should be considered amongst that second tier of good no, teams. No, you don't. Yes, Come I on. do. Think about that. I, so you think they're as good as New Orleans and San Francisco? I think they're in that group. I no, think they're, they're in, in that the group. they're in the Bears and the Lions group. <sighs> that's where they are. That's okay. That's good. I, I, don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. In the, in the NFC East, that's probably a division winner. Would you, would you contend... Here's what I would contend. I would contend that the difference between the two groups is that, and it, it's largely, actually, when you think about the Andy Reid era and the Andy Reid Chiefs, I think this is this this proves to be the case. Is that the difference between the category that you're saying the Eagles are in and the category that I'm saying they could be in yep. is that the category of teams that I'm talking about beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, so they don't lose. Right. They, they don't lose to bad teams often. Maybe it happens as a fluke, but by and large, they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. I don't know. I think if maybe it, it remains to be seen, but if they if they beat at, Arizona at home is a game they should win, right? Theoretically, if they're that team, if they're I, your team, yeah. Okay, because I think the Redskins game was a was a. You know, it was one of those games as well. I guess they would have to do it on a more consistent basis. But I thought the Redskins game, I was most impressed yesterday with, although they, they tried to give it away toward the end, I was really impressed. I didn't think the defense had it in them. I thought when they faced a better offense, and I don't know if the Redskins offense is statistically good because they, they've got so many good players and they so that they run the ball at least running the ball wise and they they run the ball so consistently that that's how they rack up yards and teams just allow them to rack up yards running the ball because one thing I think you saw yesterday is that when you're getting yards six when you when you're moving down the field six yards at a clip or four yards at a clip it takes so long that there's just there's no way that you can put up enough points to win consistently I was really impressed with the defense and if the defense is is at least decent. I think the Eagles are good. It was it was a stark contrast, right? Seeing the Eagles clip off twenty twenty yards at a time, and then the the, the Redskins come right back. They're down two three scores, and they're still running the ball four yards. I, the defense was great. The defense had two. I mean, 
two really bad plays. But aside from that, they, the defense was – again, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, what you see out of this defense is what I don't think anyone expected to see. And to me, it's the biggest surprise. It's how the, it's come together and it's stopping teams despite, you know, a secondary that is lackluster. Well, and you have to be, you have to be impressed with the – not, I mean, not that, that he wouldn't have resolve after five or six weeks, and clearly we as ob- observers are more reactionary than they are as coaches. But the resounding chorus about Billy Davis and their switch to the defensive scheme that they're running is that if they didn't have the personnel to do it, they should just do what the personnel dictated. But instead, they they I, I they continued to... They continue to believe and continue to push, I think, that there were, there were more players that were capable of playing this scheme, with more, more, more people here that were capable of doing this than anyone believed. And if they just kept at it, if they believed in it, that it would eventually come around. And it, it has. I mean, even Trent Cole had two sacks yesterday. Trent, Brandon Graham was on the field. Yeah. See, Brandon Graham made a play. Yep, yeah. I And, and even... Brandon Graham's advanced numbers are actually pretty good, but when they start, it's always, it's impressive when the advanced numbers and your eye meet at the same point, and you see Brandon Graham, and you see Trent Cole, and and as well, you know, they're, I, I haven't seen their pro football focus numbers for this week, but, but by and large, those guys do better in those metrics than they do in traditional ones, so, and the, the, honestly, the, the it seems to me the weakest part of this defense is the... I believe I'd have to double check on this, but the second highest paid player on the defense, I think, is Kerry Williams, and he looks like he's the only guy that can't play on the entire defense. He, he's the only guy not contributing. I think I was I was really impressed with that defense. Uh, I, I, I think I, Patrick Chung probably can't play. Oh yes, you're, that's a good point. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about him. I, I forgot about Chung. That, that, that's a, a fair point that Patrick Chung can't play, but at least he's not. I don't think he's making that much. Right? It's just a one year deal. No, Aren't yeah, they yeah, he's not to, making a lot now. The um, I don't I don't know whether I'm to be more, and I guess this goes with any week. I don't know if I'm more impressed with the Eagles' defense or appalled at the Washington offense and how, man, I you have to think that Chip Kelly is watching Kyle Shanahan and just sort of chuckling at him, like because one of the it's funny. I, th- I feel like Kyle Shanahan gives read option football like a bad name because one of the things that it's supposed to do is not put the quarterback in harm's way. You know, is that you're, you're supposed to be able to get the guy in space and away from players so he has the ability to either sort of crumple, you know, whether yeah. he's in space or run out of bounds. But they just run RG3 right into the middle of the mix there. Like they run him like he's a running back. Yeah, he get and he get he just gets pounded. I can't. I, he's not going to make it. No longer. I mean, that's that. It's so it's so sad, and it was sad what they did to him last year. They just wrecked their they wrecked their entire franchise. They picked the right guy and just wrecked it by throwing him out back out there. And they're certainly yeah, they're certainly not trying to save him now. I guess they're all in now. Yeah, and I, I think there is, you know, I think one of the things that has to that will eventually end in the NFL. I feel like this, the trend toward more. I, it's funny trying to figure out how how this will go, but the trend toward more athletic quarterbacks 
quarterbacks who can run and throw, imagine that, I think needs two things. I think, first of all, the sort of notion that quarterbacks can play for 15 years, you know, needs to probably go out the window at some right. point, you know, like that, that, that sense of entitlement that guys can play till they're 37, whereas every other position on the field, aside from the occasional offensive lineman is, is, you know, is out of the league by the time they're 31 or 32, that might start to take hold. And the other thing that I think has to happen is that, you know, in high school and college, coaches that took their best athlete you know when you're when, when you're young in high school the best athlete on the field is always playing quarterback always yeah. and then at some point they move those guys to wide receiver and running back well and, and they go and look for a guy who for some reason can't run and and can only throw and put him at quarterback i think that needs to change too but i but still because the, he's so important and because so much of the offense is centered around him, they just have to do – I can't tell whether RG3 is just irresponsible or whether the offense is stupid or a combination of both. But that you're right. There's just no – he's not even going to make it five years in the league. No, I mean, he looks like – I mean, he runs like Vic does, you know, and you can tell every, every – there's like seven or eight plays or at least whenever you watch Vic that you thought, oh, he's done. Oh, he's hurt. You know, yeah. and that's what you see with RG three. It's the exact same thing. They're actually neither of them's that big. You know, that's and we see what happened with Vic. And the problem is RG three. You know, while he's much much younger, he's already beat up. It's yeah, not, it's not going to last. Well, he's two ACL surgeries into yeah. it at this point, and he starts to do that thing that Vic. That Vic did here, but Vic did at 32, 33 is when they start to get, you know, Vic when he was younger and he would get hit. First of all, it was hard to ever really get a good hit on him anyway because he was so elusive. And as great an athlete as RG3 is, he is not the sort of athlete that Vic was, I don't think, in his 20s. Because Vic was so elusive that you couldn't get hits on him. Like, nobody could get, everybody sort of forgets what Michael Vic was like. Nobody could catch Michael Vic. So that was part of the, the bonus. But he starts to do, he does that thing that Vic does now, is that when he gets, he'll still make sort of spectacular runs. But as he gets hit throughout the game, he starts getting up more slowly yeah. and more slowly and more slowly. And that that throw at the end of the game, which was atrocious, to me, I'm looking at it thinking he just he was giving up. Like RG three just didn't want to get hit anymore. I, yeah, he was exhausted. I mean, that's that was bad. I mean, that was like that was far at the end of his career. That was an yeah. end of a career play. Yeah, yeah. It was when he when he thought he could get it out of the back of the end zone. It felt right. like, and he was just like, I just please don't hit me. <laughs> I just don't want this to go on anymore. I couldn't believe it. I legitimately, I. I still didn't think what did you think i guess this is the other question you i had it, it when it becomes 24 16 are you i i don't think i was ever legitimately worried but i think it was probably because i wasn't ready to deal with the fallout if they had lost the game i just i couldn't comprehend them losing the game because i didn't want to comprehend it was, was the outcome yeah, ever in doubt to you it wasn't in doubt to me it probably should have been you know looking back on it, especially when you look at that that last drive and how they just kept making plays up and until then. But for some reason, I don't know, maybe it was the flukiness of their first two touchdowns. I, I never really thought, I never considered it a game. I didn't think, I didn't think the Redskins were good enough to come all the way back. And they, you know, yeah. if they were playing a better quarterback, if they were playing a better team, I would have been nervous, but I really wasn't. It's so funny because you say, ah, there's no way they can score three touchdowns and get two two-point conversions. And all I think is like, where where is the, 
where, where is the stats or reasoning behind that other than, than ah, there's no way they'll do that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would have said there's no way they would get two and two two-point conversions. Uh, I don't know what the difference is. I would love to know. I'm sure there's somebody that can run those numbers and what the difference of them doing it two times and three times is. But all I kept saying to myself was, ah, there's no way they'll do that again. And that was what was comforting me, that there was no way they could possibly do that again. What happened with the offense in the second half? Is that is that... Chip Kelly taking his proverbial foot off the gas, or is it just there? You know that sometimes they're not going to be as impressive. I thought, I thought to me it was some play calling. I thought there were some, you know, there were some, there were a couple of throws that if they had hit, maybe would have. Yeah, to me it's probably just a little bit of lack of focus more than play calling. I didn't see the play calling being that much different. I saw it was more just they just didn't right. They didn't make the plays that they were making in the first half. And, you know, that's just. It's human nature, right? You're up twenty-four to nothing. You feel like you have a team completely blanked. You just take, you just relax a little bit. Are you sure they're not good? I, they're not good. Okay, they're fine. They're 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 mediocre because they, they already have more wins than you said they'd have all season. Oh, absolutely! Look, I, they're medi- mediocre is is astronomically better than I thought they'd be. Okay. I, believe me, I, 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 this is not me being down. I, the def- the, what the defense is doing, I'm incredibly impressed with. Will you what? stop being a hater? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean just, and look, mediocre, average, there are going to be a few teams that are average that are going to make the playoffs this year, and the Eagles certainly are in a good spot to be one of them, especially in this division. I mean, why are the Cowboys better than them? They're not. The Cowboys no. are just like them. So, I mean, they might be better than the Cowboys. The Cowboys might be better. Than, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I think they probably beat each other five times out of ten. So, whatever. So, at this point, Yeah. Why not playoffs? Right. Why not us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the challenge thing that I try not to get wrapped up in because I feel like I don't know enough of the story. You know, yeah. I, I feel like that up in the booth, we think it's so easy to that. I, but what Pat Shermer said last week is that we have to be able to see it in in the correct amount of time. We didn't see it in time. There's nothing we can do about it. So the one, I forget what the, the, the play was with the, the Redskins that everyone is up in arms about, that they, they ran the play real quick afterwards to, uh, to make sure. Was it the guy didn't get his foot in bounds? I can't even remember which, what the play was. Is it, is it possible that the Eagles are just really bad at it, or is it more likely that we just don't know the whole story of what goes into having to see the play and challenge it? Well, I- I, I don't know. It always seemed like Andy Reid was really bad at it, and he didn't have time. But I, you know, you wonder maybe Chip Kelly doesn't want. You know, maybe Chip Kelly's given that um, instruction where it's like, I want to be sure. Like, I'm not going to take a risk. Oh, it was the one where where Alfred Morris stepped out of bounds. That's what right. it was. Where he clearly stepped out of bounds, and it was clear to everyone. I feel like we didn't see the replay until the funny thing was everybody was complaining. I don't think we saw the replay until they ran another play. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so if, this one, yeah. So if we didn't see it, then there's no way they could have seen it, right? We we they don't see it any quicker than we do. I don't think. No, or yeah, you would think. I mean, to me, at that point, you're at home. It's got, I, I blame it on uh, the big screen operator. How do we find out? There. How do we find out that guy's name? I don't know. We'll still work on it. <laughs> Here's my not qu- Howie. Here's, ooh, well, if you want to blame Howie, <laughs> it, it all it all becomes easier if we can do that. Right, I know. So here's my next question to you. Who has done a better job? Or is it possible that Chip Kelly has done a better job than Andy Reid? 
no, I don't think you can say that. Because <laughs> I, I mean, as 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 much talent as there is on this Chiefs team, they're they're not a nine and one team. They've they've done exactly what we were just talking about. They beat all the teams they were supposed to beat. Um, to me, that is what to look at what that team was last year and what they bring in a quarterback and it really is all Andy Reid and his way of running a team. To be nine and one with that team, they're not the Broncos. So uh, to me, that's that Andy Reid's done a better job. But I, again, if I'm going forward, I'm very happy with Chip Kelly. I'd, I'd rather have Chip Kelly than Andy Reid. Obviously, I don't think that's that's news. <laughs> they, and I'm not trying to. And you know, as a yeah. Reid guy, I want to give him credit. And I think it's you know, the, it's sort of inarguable to go from two and fourteen to nine and one. And we're so close to the Eagles thing. One of the biggest things I think that I credit Kelly for that I'm not able to credit Reid for because I don't know is the the. That it was four and twelve here last year, but it might have might as well have been zero and sixteen. The yeah. way it felt, it, I mean, the locker room was a disaster. It was the, the the you talk about culture all the time, but the the culture of it was was just was awful. And the turnaround there, I think, the biggest thing that I can point to is that when they lost those two games against the Giants and the Cowboys, for them to come back and win three in a row after losing those two games, and and I know that those two games were were pretty much solely on the quarterback situation in that one was just Foles having the worst day he'll ever have, and the other one was that half Vic, half Barkley disaster. But for them to come back from that, I, th- I just think is is incredible. I just think the turnaround and the buy-in, and who knows whether they buy-in if they... Yeah, if I mean, they, they used to do that for Andy Reid, too. They yeah. just stopped doing it for him. Right, right, you know? right. Like, and, I, and I think they do. I mean, I, look, you, you can't be this successful in offense and not think that Chip Kelly has something up his sleeve not think he just got something figured out so I for the offense to buy and I totally get it I for me the defense to keep playing for for Billy Davis despite how bad they were in the beginning that that's what's impressive to me well and you'd have to give at some point if Billy Davis is good and if this keeps up you have to give Kelly the everybody always wants a when you talk about hiring coordinators everybody just talks about a failed head coach so everybody wanted Lovey Smith or but but the truth is, is that when you hire a coordinator that ends up being successful, a lot of these guys weren't weren't successful as far as statistics go previously. Because if they were, they wouldn't be going anywhere. They'd be going anywhere for a head coaching job. Like right. you know what I mean? Like like coordinators don't leave jobs for other coordinator positions if they're good at it. They get fired and then they get a better job somewhere. So to be able to have the foresight to hire. You know, you have to give Kelly the credit of hiring Bill Davis if this keeps up. I, I think that ends up being a, a really underrated hire and one that we were ready to kill him for, A, when he made it, you know, because nobody had, had heard of him or if those had heard of him realized that he wasn't previously successful. And then after those first five or six games when it was so bad, everybody was ready to jump ship and kill him for it. You have to give him credit. You have to give both, obviously give Billy Davis credit, but credit to Kelly for hiring a guy who who most of us didn't you know, didn't see as a success prior to this. And credit to Howie Roseman for finding a franchise quarterback. Oh. <laughs> we have to go there, right? Uh, yeah, I was trying to avoid it. I don't, yeah, you were. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm still. I'm. I. I sit. I don't even know what to tell people anymore. He's done a good job, but I still, when I watch him, 
You know, everybody wants to – when I – you know, I don't argue about it with you because I feel like essentially you feel the same way as, as I do. But when I have to argue about it on the radio or on Twitter, my position is generally that – because everybody's like, well, he needs time. We need time to see and blah, 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 blah. Right. And I don't think with quarterbacks you need that much time to see. I, I think either – there are very few examples in the NFL where a guy – where, where you needed to see a guy for like two full seasons or see him play 10, 10 or 15 games to know whether he's good or not. Either he's good or he's not good. Nick Foles has done an admirable job. I think he's done a, as good a job as one could have expected from him. I think he's earned the right to start the rest of the year. But when I watch him throw first, okay, two things. When I watch him throw passes, he throws some nice touch passes, but I see more wobblers and ducks than I see nice touch passes. Like I, 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 I'm not impressed by the ball he throws. And second of all, I don't want to hear when he runs for 12 yards. Oh, look at how! You, I don't want to hear that he's not mobile. Well, he got chased down by a cornerback who was 25 yards away, and that one. And and he is not. When he runs, it's nice, but it's not providing that thing that that being that running is supposed to provide within this offense. The other defense doesn't respect it. They're never going to respect it. And I'll be honest with you, how slow he is is eventually going to get him killed. He's going to get leveled because he doesn't have the ability to get away from anybody. So uh, though he has played well, I'm just I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. That. I am not buying the fact that if there is not a better option somewhere, and that I believe that option is possible somewhere, that he's not that Chip Kelly's not going to take it. So that's my. So position. here's where I would get. So would you be okay though if he if Chip Kelly decides that his option isn't next year, isn't there that the absolutely. guy and you you have another year of Nick Foles? Absolutely, but but I, I think it's almost. I think Nick Foles is probably well. I think it, it, it's an interesting comparison to Alex Smith. The situation, I think, is obviously comparable. You know, I, I think Jim Harbaugh did a really good job of saying, okay, well, nobody could find a way to win with Alex Smith. What is Alex Smith good at? Let's put him in that situation. He's super risk-averse, even more risk-averse than, than Foles is. Uh, not nearly, well, a better runner than Foles is. Much better. How fast? Nick, I mean, Alex Smith looks. Well, he was, and when you look at his college stats, that yeah. that's the sort of that is the sort of quarterback he was. He's a yeah. much better runner, and honestly, I think Alex Smith might be a better quarterback in this system than than Foles even is, being that he is accurate. You know, within a well, his but his no, arm but he's is even so more bad. reticent to throw it yeah. downfield. Like at least Nick Foles, I mean, they're really high when he throws it downfield, but he'll hold, let it go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Alex Smith does not. He does not throw the ball past twenty yards. Yeah. So, so. But I think the situation is comparable. I, I don't right. think I, I think what what it what has been shown is that he is effective enough to where you do not have to reach to get a quarterback. If if the guy is there, whether it's the first round or the second round or the third round, whatever you think that guy is, you know, at, and what has been proven in the last you know couple of years is that sometimes it isn't in the first round. You know who knows? But if it's the first round, the second round, or the third round, if they think the guy is there, they will take the guy, and they should take the guy. But if they don't think the guy is there, then yeah, sure, obviously. Like I would rather have a guy that they know can be at least effective than a guy that they don't 
necessarily believe in who may be effective you know but i think i think kelly can can see that i you know i I think he has enough the benefit to him having been a college coach so recently is that he must be familiar with all of these guys that are coming out on some level right well kind of to your point earlier you know even if he takes a guy in the second or third round that doesn't necessarily you kind of you need a backup quarterback these guys don't last 15 years anymore you need two quarterbacks almost yeah at this point everyone is so excited about trading nick Foles for a two. I don't want to trade Nick Foles for a two. I'd rather have Nick Foles than a two. Right. I, I, I know that second-round picks are more valuable in football than they are in any other sport. I understand that. I understand how high they're valued, but I think they're valued too high, to be honest with you. I'd rather a, a competent, not only a competent, but a good backup quarterback is more valuable to me, I think, than whoever they would take with their second-round pick. I Nate think. Allen? What's that? Yeah. Well, especially given the results one, the last Jared couple of years. Third yeah. Round, I think. Uh, yeah. Jarrett was a third rounder. Yeah. Well, so so he had what what is more important? I mean, look at the Packers. Look at I look at here. Here is here is a, a here is a I think the best here is the best support of Chip Kelly and the job he's done this year and the best evidence of how important a backup quarterback is this year. Look at every other team in the NFL, every other team that has had to rely on a backup quarterback for a substantial amount of time and tell me how they're succeeding with that backup quarterback compared to how the Eagles are succeeding. It's not even close. And especially when you talk about how the offense is performing. There's no team that's even close. The Bears are doing an okay job. The Browns are doing an okay job. But there's, Houston's doing is a disaster. The Rams are a disaster. There are so many teams that are struggling because they had to use a backup quarterback. And the, the Eagles are, are the, the Bills. The Bills might be a good team otherwise if they yeah, didn't have did, to go to Jeff If Manuel's Tool. around all year, I, I think they might be good. I, I, think, he'd act, I think that guy might be good. Absolutely. It's yeah. certainly better than, than Geno Smith looked yeah. yesterday. What a disaster that guy is. Holy cow. So it, it, the Raiders, if they had competent, you know, well, actually, McGloin, I guess, did better McGloin. better job than Terrell, Terrell job Pryor. Better did at Penn State. Yeah, absolutely. Where does that come from? Yeah, I don't. I have no idea how that works because he was terrible at Penn State. Absolutely. Like, I can't believe he's in the league. Like, when I saw it was going to be McGloin, I did not. Think, I, could, I thought there's no way it's that one. And there it is. There it is. So, and I guess the the final thing on the false thing is I think, but more than anything, I think this is a reflection on Kelly. You know, there are sometimes when you watch a quarterback doing things and you think it's the court. And the the guy that I'll always point to is I watch Aaron Rodgers and I'm like, man, he's doing things that is making his coach look good. But I I still feel like the coach is making Nick Foles look good. Uh, Every, here is the most amazing thing about the Eagles offense is that every time somebody is moving up field, Think about the amount of times that a, an Eagles offensive player is moving with the ball and the amount of times that guy has all this space around him. I'm, I'm continually amazed by the amount of space that Eagles offensive players have around them to make moves. It's incredible. Well, I just like to watch you know, when, the, when an Eagles player gets the ball, who's, who's the first defender by him. And it's, it's usually a pretty big mismatch. It's either a safety yep. or a receiver or it's a linebacker on a running back or a linebacker on a tight end. Like You, you can see that that mismatch right away as soon as somebody touches the ball. Yeah, I, I think it's 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 unbelievable. Like I he may be a really, really good real I mean, this is clearly what he's doing is clearly translating. There's no argument about that anymore. I mean that part of it is over. So how long he's able to keep this up and, and the 
I guess the ceiling of the offense if when the talent level is higher I think could be pretty incredible. So yeah. I'm very happy with everything that's happened so far. Are you ready for the most important segment of the Warm Time Series podcast? Warm right. it up. Listen to him. Welcome to everyone's favorite segment of the Times Yours podcast. That is Warm It Up with Chris, host Chris Johnson, now on the phone rather than in the studio. It's good to have you, Chris. Good, it's good to be heard. Well, good to be had. Yeah, I guess good to be well, heard. Well, also heard. Yeah. yeah. So now we're talking. It's good to be listened to. <laughs> well, that's assuming some things are going to happen that we have. We're at, the, at this, at least at present time, we don't know have happened. So now we're talking about our first place Philadelphia Eagles, all alone in first place, at least until next weekend. Well, I guess even if they, let's see, they have a bye next week. I guess if the Cowboys win, then they'll be tied for the, the, or actually, they'll be tied at 6-5, and whatever. In any case. Yeah, they they won't be all alone anymore unless you go down to like the fifth tiebreaker or something. Well, and I think the Cowboys will be undefeated in the division at that point, right? Even if they if they win next week, I think they'll be four zero in the division. So, who do they play next week? Do they play the Giants? Next yes, week? yeah, they play the Giants, the four and six Giants, Chris, the four uh, and six yeah, Giants. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that. That's getting scary. I've uh, seen this. I've seen this act yeah. before. Have you? Have you heard this? Wait, what's the what's the quote? I've read this. I've heard this story before. There's a quote between me and you. I'll have to explain it afterwards that it would be. Anyway, are you ready? Are you ready for your three questions for Mr. Lee Rusikoff? Yes. All right. right. Question number one, and this one is hypothetical, of course. Uh, If if going into next season, all the quarterbacks in the NFL are free agents, and you had the number one pick in the draft, which three quarterbacks are at the top of your list to build this franchise on. Wow, that's a good one. I like that one. All right, Lee, which three quarterbacks are the top of your list? So I could take any quarterback I want? That's, that's yep. the Yeah, okay. you can have any three. Everyone's a free agent. And I know you're doing this without, you know, with, you haven't been prepared, so... So I, I've I've looked around. So yeah, well, and and are we talking? We're talking about like to build a franchise. So I might yes. not take like Peyton just because Correct. he's old. Yep. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Go there. I think I'm going to take. I know I'm going to take Andrew Luck. Okay. And then I I think my third. You know, I might surprise. I think it's Russell Wilson. Yeah. Over like Cam Newton. I think it's Russell Wilson. Yeah. I'm. I my three is is very close to yours. I have Cam. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers; those yeah. would be my three. You know, Andrew Luck is good, but I'm like, maybe I don't know. I, I really like him. I think they're like. I don't think they have any players left. Like, I think yeah. losing Reggie Wayne hurt him. I think he's gonna. I think he's really good. I know I think, everyone yeah. says that. You know what? I, I liken him to. He is the football version of Kawhi Leonard to me, where everyone is talking about how good he's going to be, and I watch it, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll take your word for it. So there's something. I know Andrew Luck is good, and he's you know he brings the team back and all that stuff. But I, you know, I'm, I'm never particularly impressed. All right, our three are, are sort of close. Yeah. I guess uh, you know I'm. Looking Looking at the rest of the NFL, and there's not really a, a ton of other people that you would even put in that class. Like you wouldn't put. Yeah, no, yeah. Cam was another one I was looking at. I mean, maybe at some point. I mean, you think you can't put Kaepernick in it anymore? Yeah. The way he's been playing. Yeah. Well, but he would still. He would probably be in my top five. You right. want to talk about weapons? That guy's he's not throwing to anybody. There's That's nobody true. to throw to. So. 
you know, you've seen, look at how that's hurt Flacco. I mean, I, and I've always thought Flacco was overrated anyway, but if you don't have anyone to throw to, it's hard to throw the ball. So, all right, second question. Question number two. What does the recent play uh, of Riley Cooper mean for Jeremy Macklin this coming off season? More importantly, what does it mean for Chris Johnson this off season? It's, it's not, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay. All right, Lee. What does the approved play of Riley Cooper mean to Jeremy Macklin? I don't think it means that much. I think, look, I, the Eagles need three receivers in this offense at the very least, and they don't have it. Avant isn't good enough. They, they You know, I think... Avant stinks. Yeah, whether or not, you know, <laughs> Riley Cooper's on the outside, inside, you know, in Chip Kelly's offense, I think they're going to move around so much, it, it won't matter. They're going to need three guys. The fact that Riley Cooper's playing well actually bodes well for what they have to do in the draft and going forward as 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 far as taking a receiver, because they need, probably wouldn't need another weapon if Cooper kept playing the way he was earlier in the season. Yeah, but they, they need three guys. Yeah, and was Jeremy Macklin going to go somewhere else? He's not going right. to go anywhere else. Not coming off an ACL injury. I think they'll sign him, and I think it's, I think it's actually a great sign. Don't you love how Chris has separated himself from Riley Cooper? <laughs> He's like, oh, that doesn't mean anything to me. I would love, man, if, if I had, if I wasn't so lazy, I would go find uh, Riley Cooper clips from previous years <laughs> with Chris Johnson. All right, third question. Question number three, five games left in the regular season. Simply, how many games do the Eagles win? Uh, Cardinals, Lions, and Bears at home, Vikings, and Cowboys on the road. All right, Lee, how many of the five? Cardinals, Lions, what do we got? Cardinals, Lions, Cardinals, Bears Lions. at home, yep. and Vikings and Cowboys. on the road, and Cowboys on the road. Six and five, I think, I, I, They're going to win nine, Lee. Is it nine or is it eight is the question. It's probably not, it's probably, Arizona, Arizona is not an easy game. Arizona is no. a better team than they, they seem. But they have, here's the thing, is that the two toughest games are probably Detroit and Arizona, and they're both in Philadelphia. So that they have that west-to-east thing going on with Arizona, which is a, an advantage for the Eagles. And the Lions are the proverbial dome team on the road in the winter, which is an advantage for the Eagles. So Yeah, I mean, they're going to beat Minnesota. Gonna, yeah, and they got those three. Even Chicago would be the other tough game. That's at home, too. I, yeah, I, I, I think they're going to win nine. I think you're right. Which would be... You had, if I'm remembering correctly, you had five, um, yep. Chris had seven, I had eight, but nine wins. Can you imagine? If they win ten, Chip Kelly's got to get Coach of the Year votes. He's got to get Coach of because Kansas City's going to come in winning 12 or something. Right. So it's not that big a difference. And a couple of those wins were fluky, I would say. So the Eagles, here's another thing. The Eagles have not had a fluky win. The Eagles have not had a, a, a close win this year, right? I mean, because the Washington game, the first Washington game, not close. Yeah. The Giants game, I would say, was not fluky. was certainly earned. The And then there's the, the these three, which were all... Decided. Their losses victors. were the closest. Aside from Denver, right? San Diego, Kansas City. They were they were kind of in the Kansas City game. They're certainly in the Chargers game. Yeah. And then the Giants and Cowboys game. They were just well, offensively couldn't do anything. But yeah. they were the, the defense wasn't bad. They let up seventeen and fifteen. I mean, yeah, they've been I, they uh, get right. They certainly haven't had a fluky win. That's for sure. All right. Let's Every win is fourteen points or more. Basically. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up with Chris. Chris, if I go, I'm trying to remember our season predictions beginning of the year. I know Lee had five and eleven. I had eight and eight. Were you seven and nine or nine and seven? Yeah, I think I was seven and nine. I don't 
I, there's no way I was nine and seven. I vaguely remember somehow having the most positive outlook, but I, you know, I, now you being, I, I actually have a pretty positive outlook. I don't want to stain what your outlook is at this point. What the Eagles at six and five, clear, having won three in a row, playing better than anyone I think would have imagined at this point in the year. What do you, I mean, is this division theirs to lose, do you think? I think, yes, this division is theirs to lose, which, I mean, going into the season, you'd have, I, I mean, I at least would have thought there would have been one or two teams better than the Eagles in this division. Um, but then, I mean, looking at the remaining five games, Cardinals, Lions, Bears, Vikings, Cowboys, there's not a, a game in there that they're guaranteed to lose. Right? And I'm not saying they're going to go 5-0 and from here on out. Um, but there are not that many good teams in the league, uh, especially right. in the NFC. There's three, maybe three good, three good NFC teams. Um, see, I think the division is is theirs to win, uh, and and we'll see what happens from there. I mean, they'd have a, they've had a wild they've they would have a wild card team, either the Saints or the or the uh, the Panthers or the 49ers coming in to Lincoln Financial Field in January, um, which will be no easy task. But yesterday was a good game. Uh, yesterday was uh, they, they played well. Uh, I think the same as the first game of the season against the Redskins. You don't – I don't know what it is, but Chip Kelly likes to, to as, as they say, take his foot off the gas pedal yeah, against the Redskins, like it. it seems like. Um, whereas, I, I mean, I just wanted to see Foles – continue to throw it down the field. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you also wanted to see him continue to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, there's nothing I like better than seeing wobbly ducks from Nick Foles <laughs> head down the field. He actually he cost your boy Riley a touchdown pass, I think, on that on that deep ball where everybody was complaining that he that Riley got interfered with. I think Riley was Cooper was doing a good job of trying to sell the interference because he, he the ball was short and he, he didn't see where it was. So I thought No, I think they just got mixed up on the signals. I think Foles told him again, Hey, we're gonna do that thing where I throw it shorter and you come back to it. <laughs> um, I think that's I think it was just a mix up in the signals. Remember remember, Riley, you were a center fielder. You were a center fielder. <laughs> well since there's not going to be a podcast Next week, because of the bye week, we'll do our predictions now. Next game's Arizona, right? Which is going to be flexed into a night game, I believe. That's the the talk. Yeah. Do we know that? Is that official yet? Because I keep seeing I keep seeing it both ways. Nah, just acting like it's official. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Your prediction: Eagles, Cardinals, a good defense. Cardinals at six and four. Shocking, a shocking six and four. I think so. What's your prediction? Yeah, Cardinals. Good team out in the NFC West. Man, the NFC West has some good teams. Um, but Carson Palmer. Uh, so I think the Eagles win. Uh, I, re- I think they they win again at home. I think they beat the Cardinals. This may be the the toughest of the games they have left. Well, the the Lions will beat. They've wow the Lions. Good luck. Um, well, yeah, they- I think they win. I think they win another one at home. Yeah, they get that that West team coming out east. The advantage is, is the two toughest games being the Lions and the Cardinals. They have both at home, so right. I think this will be the biggest test for the offense since the Kansas City game. I would guess, as you know, this the Arizona defense is pretty tough. So, so we'll see. All right, Chris. How good? How good was it to see Andy Reid lose last night? 
that doesn't that doesn't really affect me actually. It doesn't. You want them to go undefeated all year? Well, you know what? I hate the seventy-two Dolphins. I, I hate <laughs> I hate that whole bit. You know, the whole seventy-two Dolphins bit that I got to see those those clowns every time somebody starts to go undefeated. So I didn't think the Chiefs were going to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. So so it doesn't really matter to me. But I hate the whole, the 72 Dolphins can relax now. It's like, oh, who cares? They're like 90 years old. I don't care if they're relaxing or not. Honestly, if they're stressed out about another NFL team going undefeated, then they have some, they have some other things in life to worry about, I think, at this point. So. And, and just one more thing for Lee, because right. I know how much he uh, he really... Uh, does not enjoy when Donovan McNabb talks. I yeah, think yeah. a lot of the country joined him this weekend, uh, joined joined Lee this weekend, when when Donovan said that NASCAR is not a sport. That is so. hilarious. I am I am more convinced <laughs> than ever that Donovan McNabb is trolling people. That that he must a, be. It's a hundred percent troll. There's no way he's not trolling. He why that's that's. Either he's a a total idiot, which I guess is possible, or he's trolling everyone, and I believe he's trolling everyone. So, how many in how many years will he replace Troy Aikman in the booth with um, with Joe Buck and be broadcasting Super Bowls? Unless it's all three of them, maybe, maybe, yeah, huh? Come on, how how good would that be? There you go. Joe Buck and the two QBs, right? I think love Fox that. has the Super Bowl this year. I'd love to see it happen in time for the Super Bowl. No, oh, that would be great. I don't think it's <laughs> happening, but it would be great. Can you imagine? Just, can you imagine the dead silence after every one of McNabb's comments as Buck and Aikman try to figure out whether he was kidding or not? What he needs to do now is say that the NFL is dangerous. Uh, because of concussions <laughs> and should be canceled indefinitely. Ah, just troll even more. <laughs> troll, 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 Donovan. So many people would buy it. And they would. Well, they write that every time he says, I, I can't fault them. Every time he says anything, people write stories about it. All he has to do oh, is say great. things. It's amazing. He's like the uh, he's like the slow Charles Barkley or something. <laughs> NASCAR is not a sport. Good for him. Well, he actually <laughs> Jimmy, said, No, Jimmy Johnson's not an athlete. Yeah, so, yeah, NASCAR sorry. drivers aren't athletes. So. <laughs> All right, Chris. Well done. All right. All right Can't buddy. wait to listen to this later. All right. See you, man. <laughs> Bye. Listen to him. What up, Chris? I'm about to. What up, Chris? That's what I was born to do. What up, Chris? All right. We thank Chris Johnson, as always. Chris, the eternal optimist. I think I have actually surpassed Chris in optimism for this year. Maybe it's because I want to believe. Maybe it's because... Um, I don't know. I I I'm I I really legitimately think the Eagles. I don't think that there's a way they finish below nine and seven this year. I mean, they, talk about a, an easy rest of the schedule. Put it and and Chris put it well in his final thoughts. There, there is not a game in. Let's put it this way: there's not a game in those final five where you think that the Eagles are a decided underdog. Where you look at it and you go loss. Right. Right. No, there's not. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, we'll see. Even Chicago, if Jay Cutler's back, so what? I mean, they're not. They're they're the same team. I mean, it, yeah, they they don't have Denver. They don't have. Uh, they don't have Seattle or San Francisco. They they. This is a this is a pretty pretty doable schedule. Yeah. Um, the one final thing before we get to Who's Dallas, have I wonder? Do you know? Yeah, I'll look it up. The, yeah. uh, as I'm looking it up, I'll bring up the. I mean, this one should evoke a a funny reaction from you. The um, the one thing that that I noticed yesterday that made me go wow when I saw it was where the hell did that speed that 
what's his name came up with? Brent Selleck, when he ran away from people. Where, where, where the hell did that come from? On that huge reception to Selleck where he almost scored the touchdown, yeah. he was outrunning defensive backs. I don't think I've... I don't think I've seen him do that ever. Like not certainly not in the last few years, but not ever. It's like he's been saving it up. <laughs> I mean, because he had, he had dropped so many balls, he hadn't been. Uh, yeah, he yeah. hadn't been getting hit. So he certainly looks as, as healthy as he has in a long time. Yeah, right. absolutely. All right, so here is the rest of the Cowboys' schedule. They have at the Giants, the Raiders, at the Bears, the Packers at home at the Redskins, at home against the Eagles. So at the Giants is not... I know the Giants have won four in a row, but they still stink. Yeah. At the Giants, the Raiders at home should be easy. Now, at the Bears, and then you get the Packers not until December 15th, when you know Rodgers is going to be back by then. Right. So you have to play in Chicago, and then you come home and you, you play a Packers team that has... Aaron Rodgers, and then you're at the Redskins, which is, you know, which is, you know, the Redskins stink, I guess. So that should be a win. I, th- I would have to say that the, the Cowboys have a, a harder schedule the rest of the year than the Eagles do. Meanwhile, right? the, the four and six Giants, Dallas, Washington, San Diego, C- uh, they got Seattle on there, yeah. at Detroit, Washington. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna oh, win. That's it. Yeah. Well, they're, they're going to win the division. I mean, I think it's <laughs> obvious to all of us that the Giants are going to win the division. Oh, right? Are they, are they going to do it again? On well, well, here's the thing about the Seattle game is that Seattle will have – Seattle already has the, yeah. the one seed, like, wrapped up, right? Yep. I mean, and all they have to do, if they win their next two or three games, that'll be over. That game won't matter to them. Um it's in Seattle. I guess the Gi- the Giants going into Seattle, but no, the Giants have Seattle at home. Oh right, Seattle's right, right, right. Yeah. Oh right. Well, so that's yeah. winnable. Yeah. Um, and then at the Chargers is winnable. They, they don't have a hard schedule. At the Lions is tough, I guess. But the, we all know the Giants are going to win this division. I mean, this is come on. This is if if you if you didn't see this coming, you've got your eyes shut. Right. You know, like come certainly on. Certainly seen it before. Absolutely. When they when they were zero six, I knew they were going to win the division. Everybody should know they're going to win the division. I'm talking nine and seven doesn't matter because the Giants are going to go ten and six and win the division. Uh. <sighs> All right, Lee. Uh, since we have a bye week, you're going to have to make this prediction weeks in advance. <laughs> are the Eagles going to beat the Cardinals at home? Um, God, uh, the Cardinals. They get look, Lee. If if they're going to have to lose some of these games, right? I guess. And, and well. It, the other thing is, it doesn't really matter. No one's going to remember what I say either way. So I'll say they won. I'll say they win. The only thing that anyone ever rem- ever remembers is that I don't like Nick Foles. Right. That you is essentially like that yeah. is the people tweeting me screenshots of tweets from two and three weeks ago. I give them credit. I I asked one guy. I, I you know what was I was explaining to Kyle, an intern here at WIP and a regular listener of the Times Euros podcast. He was like he was like, how are you dealing with people coming at you and I told him, I was like, I was standing in Walmart grocery shopping after the game yesterday, and it just struck me, why does anyone care? <laughs> why are you so riled up about what I have to say about right, about Nick Foles? I just, that is the most unbelievable part to me. And the rule that I've come up with is that if you tell me to stick to basketball, that means that you have to take every word I say about basketball as gospel from now on. Yeah, so you, you would take that, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, if I can be an expert on one thing yeah. rather than, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So if you, and here's the best part. If you tell me to stick to basketball, like I'm not going to stick to basketball. I'm still going to talk. 
talk about football. You just don't have to pay attention to it. That's the right. rule. But everything I say about basketball cannot be questioned. All right, so are they going to win that game or not? Yeah, win. Wow, what's the score? Eagles uh, 23, Arizona 16. I see this as one of their losses. I, I feel like i got to come up with two losses somewhere, right? And I, I can't, in good faith, give them a loss against Minnesota. And I think, so then it comes down to who else are they going to lose to? I don't think they're going to lose to the Bears either. So it comes down to Dallas, um, the Cardinals, and the Lions. And I just feel like the Cardinals have a really good defense and could find a way to do this. I'll tell you what, though. You keep hating, Spike. I'm not hating. I had more wins. Hate the Bulls, hate the Eagles. Sorry. Stick to basketball. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) And with that, it's been a pleasure, Lee. Take care.